authenticity is the core of who we are. And in today's episode, I'm going to help you unleash that power, unleash that authentic version of you. So let's go get that nugget of inspiration. Welcome to Life Mastery for Women. I'm your host, Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Join me here three times a week for empowering conversations, powerful tools and techniques to help you experience more joy, healing, and deeper connections in your life. Feel free to join my online Facebook communities, Chakras for Beginners or Lady Rising, where you could share your experience and ask your questions. If you're interested in joining a live and in-person community of women who connect, heal, and create a life that is full of joy, inspiration, and empowerment, then please send me an email to the meditation room tc at gmail.com subject line let's talk get ready ladies it's time to get that nugget of inspiration towards your transformation life is hard but your personal growth doesn't have to be hey ladies it's jen mack lady of the mind welcome to today's episode where i hope i'm finding you living your authentic self if you're not living your authentic self then it is my intention that in today's episode i give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So today, we're going to talk about living your authentic self. This is about unleashing your authentic power. And you're like, what the heck does that mean? What that means is living by your own standards, creating your own values, your own boundaries, taking the lid off your barrel and living a life of limitless potential. Like, I love the sounds of that. I mean, I know what I'm about to say <laughs> most of the time. I know what I'm about to say and I get excited saying it like limitless potential. Like just think about that for a second. What does that mean to you? What does that mean? It just like, it takes the lid off of where you're at right now in your life. There's always room for change and improvement and it's so exciting to be able to think about how your life could be. Like being in that place of hope and really, truly understanding that you are the creator of your life, your words, your thoughts, your actions, your emotions, all of those pieces work together to create your life experience. And by the time we really, truly understand how life works and how the universe is like how we're designed to be here on this planet and how the universal laws work, life gets really exciting. And the unfortunate part is we spend a lot of time in our early years digging through our ego, trying to solve the problems of our life by looking outside of us, by looking out in the environment out there. And it's not out there, is it? And by the time you get to be, you know, 30, 40, 50 or older, you do realize that, don't you? You do realize that there is something deeper, something more meaningful on this planet, in this body, in this this spiritual experience or this human experience that we're having, there's something more powerful than we can even fathom. Our brains cannot wrap around the power that we hold inside of our bodies. And I have been lucky enough that I've been studying this for 25 years and really getting excited and really like trying to harness, not harness the power, but really trying to understand, okay, I have a, I have like a, a five to one failure rate. And I say that with, with fun and some truth to it because it, it is tough because you have these five senses that are anchored uh, habitually on the planet. Our five senses are here to experience the 3D world, the reality in which is around us. And then you have this one sense, your sixth sense, your intuition, your gut instinct, your higher self, your, your spiritual guidance system. 
that is trying to help you to get in contact. Like, I'm your long lost friend, reach out to me and I will help guide you. But you have this, these five senses that are anchored in this world. And so when you look around your life and you're like, yeah, but Jen, listen, I don't have any money in the bank or I'm stuck in this relationship that I hate or I'm stuck in this job that I hate. You don't understand. I'm like, no, I do understand. But here's the thing. You actually are in the driver's seat. But what you keep doing is scooting over and letting someone else drive your car. And it's time. It's time to get going. And I'm here to kick you in the butt and say, you know what? You can do this. It does take time and it does take practice. But you know what? You can be on the short track. And here's some ways today as we talk about living your authentic self is unleashing the authentic power. And you know, I'm going to talk about meditation. You know, everybody, and I did this too. First off, you know, I laughed through my first meditation class. I laughed, through, I giggled through the whole thing. It was like, it reminded me of when my brother and I would get in a fight or we would do something stupid and we'd get in trouble and my mom would put us in some sort of a timeout. And she's like, okay, Jennifer, you sit there. Scott, you sit over there. And I don't want you guys talking to each other for like 10 minutes. Well, what do you think we did? We like made faces at each other. We giggled. We did ridiculous things in the seats that we were sitting in and we would just like giggle. You know, it's like you ask me to be quiet and it just all of a sudden everything becomes um, funny (laughs) and I become louder the quieter I'm trying to be. And that's what this meditation class reminded me of. She's like, okay, we're going to breathe inside and we're just going to bring our awareness in and we're going to be quiet. And I'm like, oh God, (laughs) how am I going to be quiet? And it was really hard. And I'm sure that I completely annoyed her to death. But I like the hardest, (laughs) the harder it was for me to be quiet, the funnier it became. It was awful. It was a funny experience on my end because I was laughing so hard. But as a teacher and as someone who now teaches guided meditations, I'm sure she hated me. So anyway, um, but that's what it reminds me of. And so when I, when I sit back and I go, really? Like that's, that's all I have to do is begin meditating and my life will change. And I go, yes, that's a resounding hell yes. So listen to what I'm saying. Write that down. If you have your journal out, write that down. Meditation is the key. It is the key. It's the key, you guys. You're wanting to unlock anything in your life. You want to unlock abundance. You want to unlock relationships or health or prosperity or your purpose or big vision or find a solution to a problem. Meditation is it. You know why? Because meditation helps you to raise your vibration. It helps you to raise your frequency. And as you raise your frequency, that's when you get the perspective shifts. That's when you get the aha moments. But that's also where you be, you begin to balance yourself between the five senses kind of shut down, which is why we focus inward. You know, we close our eyes. We get in a quiet place, right? We shut down those five senses. So the other one, the more powerful one, the sixth sense, your intuition, your spirit, your higher, your higher self can be heard or felt or seen. However, however you you communicate and get messages from your higher self. And it's magical. It is so magical. I can't begin to explain enough how magical it is. And anytime someone comes up to me and like, oh, they start talking about their problems and oh, my boyfriend this or my husband that or my kids this or my this and I'm like, meditate. <laughs> I can't, I have this pain and I have this thing over here and I've, I've been in the hospital for a thousand years for, and I'm going to have another knee replacement. I'm like, meditate because it brings you out of survival mode. It brings you up out of those lower vibrational frequencies that are, that are blocking the energy. And in your meditation practice, 
which can be very unique to you. I mean, I have different strategies as how to begin a meditation practice, but it's very unique to you. People might say to me, okay, you're going to focus on your breathing. I'm like, yep, I do that to bring my awareness inward. But my, my specialty now is to focus on my heart and expanding my heart. And I just feel it open. And when I can feel it open, then I'm like, I'm in there. And I can just feel like the more I focus, the bigger it gets, the more it vibrates, the more I can hear my heartbeat. I can like feel the blood moving through my veins and the energy vibrating. And I just begin like this floating sensation. And I know I'm in there. I'm in that meditative state. And I want you to have the same thing. So in today, we're talking about unleashing our authentic power. Now, the first part is not meditation. We are going to talk about it. But the first is actually what I talked about in yesterday's podcast, which is releasing those limiting beliefs. It is unlo- it's, it's, it's letting those go, those old stories that don't work for you anymore. It is breaking through the mental blocks and releasing those limiting beliefs. And I know, I know, and if you're standing there and you have some terrible stories that you tell yourself, I can hear you right now going, Jen, you don't understand. And I go, listen, I understand because I had some pretty deep, nasty, negative beliefs that were keeping me back, that were holding me underwater and I was drowning in my life. And I'm telling you, you start releasing those, you're taking the lid off. You're taking the lid off the barrel that you've been stuck in for your entire life. So listen to yesterday's podcast, number 373. Listen to that podcast as I tell you and I walk you through how to release those limiting beliefs. Get your journal out. This is the work, you guys. This is totally the work. This is it. Any block that you are facing, any block, it doesn't matter. It does not matter because it's a story and it's a belief that created that situation that you're in. And it doesn't matter what it is. I don't care how bottom of the barrel you are feeling. You can get out. And you can get out quickly. Because the five senses, though they anchor you on the planet, and it gives, it creates this reality for you to experience in this human form, but the one, the sixth one that's over here is the most powerful. So in meditation, you start connecting with that one. You're on your way. You are well on your way. The connection that you make raises your vibration. Solutions come to you. Problems all of a sudden go away. And, and you start to build this harmony and balance with your emotional state. You start building deeper relationships. Opportunities and possibilities start coming your way. And you might go, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe that. And you can keep going. You can keep, you have that choice. That's the free will part of this living experience. You have the choice to not follow your passion and your purpose. You have the choice to continue to live in the 3D world and pretend that there is no spirituality or there is no God or there is no higher self or all that stuff is bullshit and meditation is just for the Buddhas that live in Tibet. You can continue to do that. But I promise you, your life is not going to be as amazing as it could be if you were to connect. So when I start with those old stories, I want you to listen to what you tell yourself. So when you come up to that block, I want you to listen. I don't want to repeat what I just talked about yesterday, but I want you to, I want you to listen to the old stories and go, you know what? I'm going to release that baggage. I picked that story up when I was in seventh grade. You know, it was, I was in, um, I was in a, uh, I was in 10th, it was either 10th or 11th grade and I went and met with my guidance counselor and he's supposed to help me like pick a school. I was going to go to college and, and okay, Jennifer, come on in and let's see and let's look at your grades and he pulls out my file and folder and whatever and what's your goal and what's your thing and I'm like, I want to be a deaf education teacher. I, you know, I taught myself sign language. I worked at a couple of, spe- or I worked 
at a speech and hearing camp um, for a couple of summers and I just loved it. And I loved sign language. I loved working with these deaf kids. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to be an interpreter. And he closes the file. He leans back in his chair, looks me straight in the eye. And he goes, Jennifer, you're not smart enough to go to university. And I like just died a little inside. And I just... I'm like, okay. And he goes, you should probably think about going to, you know, uh, Northern Michigan to a community college and maybe just take a few classes there. And then maybe if you get your grades up, whatever, then you can go to university. And he like completely squashed my dream right then and there in, in hardly a three minute conversation. And I just sat there tears in my eyes. And I just said, okay, you know, of course he knows, right? He knows because he's an adult and he's educated and he's a guidance counselor. And so he's going to help me, you know, hone my, my skill and plan my future, you know, guidance. He was guiding me. Well, what he did was he guided me right in the barrel. But, you know, I have that to thank because as I, as I graduated from school, I did move to Traverse City. I did, um, I did not finish my degree. I did finish my four-year certificate in a, you know, interpreter training program and learned sign language and did very, very well in college. And I just never went to a university to get my degree because I decided to change degrees or to change majors. And, but what it did, that belief kind of lit something in me, that belief that I'm not smart enough lit something in me that then I basically became a self-taught student for life. I mean, I'm 50 years old and I am still reading three or four books at a time. I'm studying, I'm taking notes and I learn stuff every single day. And it's all kind of in the personal development field and spirituality. But I learn every day. I take courses, I'm in coaching programs, I am like learning, learning, learning. And I think without that belief of that I'm not smart enough, I wouldn't have done that. I have over 300 books in my library in my house. I, I, see, I see bookshelves on the side of the road and I'm the one who picks them up and paints them and puts them in my house and fills books, you know. And I would say probably pretty darn close to about 90% of the books I own are personal development books because I'm like, I'm going to develop myself as a person in, in this area and I'm just going to keep learning because as soon as I learned that books had something in there <laughs> that other people have accomplished what I want to accomplish, I became an avid student. And I want that for you too. And here's what I'm doing now. I'm teaching. So I am teaching. I, am, I have done the learning for you. I am a woman trailblazer. I am a pioneer that is blazing the trail for you, teaching you these, and, or giving you these nuggets of inspiration, this, these powerful tools, simple yet powerful. I and mean, we don't want something that's hard. We don't have time for hard, right? I want to apply something right now in a short period of time, and I want a big result. I mean, that's, that's been my foundation of learning forever. You know, I have relationship issues. Okay, I want a book that's going to give me some really impactful tools right this minute that are going to excel me in this area that I'm struggling with. And I want the same thing for you. So first is releasing those stories that you tell yourself, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. Because you know what? You are. You're simply deserving simply because you're here on this planet. You deserve the best. You deserve the best experience that you could possibly muster. And doing that is getting connected to you. Building that relationship deep inside. This is, this is you. This is your chance. And if there are afterlives, I don't know about them because I don't remember any of my other past lives. I don't, not, I don't know if I believe it or don't believe it, which is irrelevant because this is the life I'm in right now. And I'm going to make the most of this life right this minute that I'm in. And I want you to do the same thing. So you are going to be with you for the rest of your life. 
why not start building a relationship with yourself that's so deeply connected that you are like in love with you? Because when you're in love with you, you become in love with life. And when you're in love with life, you're at a higher vibration. And then the universe comes to your aid and stands in front of you and says, what do you want? What do you want to experience? And I want that for you. You have to let go of those old stories that no longer serve you. When you are ramped up about a problem, I want you to stop yourself in that moment and go, you know what? I am worthy. I am deserving and I have a chance. I can change this any time I want. And it's up to you. When you make that decision, you are on fire and ready to go. On fire in a good way. (laughs) You are on fire and ready to go because as soon as you make the decision and you take the chance on you, you have already leveled up. You're like 50% there. You just have to decide. You have to decide to let it go. Let those things go. Let those stories go. Those kids didn't know anything. That guidance counselor is a dumbass. He doesn't know anything. And you know, he was wrong about me because I am smart. And maybe I didn't get a degree and I didn't go to college or I did go to college, but I didn't get a degree. I don't have a bachelor's degree. I don't, but I am, I am smart. I know a lot about a lot. And it's not an ego thing. It's just that I've studied right? I have learned in other ways other than sitting in a college classroom, though I did do that too. I took a lot of classes, but you deserve it. So letting those stories go. The next is connecting to yourself on a deeper level, connecting to your purpose on this planet. One of the things I would highly recommend is spending some time, if you haven't done this already, getting to know yourself because we as we as people and as a human race, we like to categorize people. So I think I, I think I told this a couple of times in a, in a couple of different episodes, but I've taken a lot of business courses and retreats and classes and online stuff and, and you know, to, to work my own business. Right. And I remember thinking, OK, I'm going to take this business course. You know, it's a it's a 90 day course or it's I think this one was this one was several months, four months or six months or something. And this this um, coach was teaching me how to market. Here's how she markets. And she does a lot of email marketing. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I hate email marketing. You know, I have a giant list of uh, on an email and I never write them. And I know I should. And I just don't. And if you're listening to this and you're on my email list, I'm really sorry I don't reach out to you. I will eventually. But it's really hard. That is not my forte. That's not my area of expertise. And so it's really hard for me. Speaking is my forte guess what I'm doing? My podcast pretty religiously for two years now. And that's my forte. Okay, so check this out. If I didn't know that about myself, that how I like to present information is through speaking, I would think that I was stupid, because I'm supposed to be doing all this email marketing. And so I would try and I would struggle and it would be hard. And I didn't like it. And I was like, the grind of my of my entrepreneur journey was terrible but I don't like writing. Sometimes I do, but I'm just, I just don't feel like I'm very good at it. So I was, if I didn't know about myself that the format that I like to deliver information is through speaking, I would feel like I was dumb. So my first is to connect to yourself 
on a deeper level. Understand, take the Meyer Briggs personality test. Go take Strength Finder 2.0 and go take Wealth Dynamics test. It is worth the money. Those two, those last two cost a little bit. It's worth the money, especially if you're an entrepreneur, because it's going to teach you how you create. It's going to teach you how you build wealth. It's going to teach you how you relate to people on the planet. And it, it proves, it really proves because you're going to read the paragraphs. You take these quizzes, you're going to read the paragraphs about you and you'll be like, oh my God, that's totally me. Oh my God, I thought I was weird. Oh my God, I have all these friends that are extroverts and, I, and they just told me that I was just so uptight when I just didn't want to be there very long. And they just, you know, thought I was just so serious and that, you know, I just needed to relax a bit because I was so uptight when really you're introverted. <laughs> you, get, you get recharged by being alone or being in a quiet space, or in a little bit of seclusion, you're okay with that. And your friends just thought they were weird, right? You're, you're unique in your own makeup. This is, this is the uniqueness. This is the authenticity. But when we're in school, and we are trying to, we're trying to fit in, because standing out is painful, you don't go against the tribe, right? And when you're in school, middle school and high school, that's your tribe. Those are your people. That's your, those, are your, those are your peers. That's your group. And you don't want to go against them because now you're odd man out. You're weird. You're secluded. You're, you're, you're isolated. And that doesn't feel good. So we conform. And in that conforming, you lose, at least for a little bit, you lose your authenticity, and I remember telling Cameron, he's our 14-year-old, our youngest son, and I remember telling him, he was wearing a leather jacket to school. I'm like, man, you're so, you're like, that's so cool. You're cool. You know, you're a really cool kid, you know. He wears it to school. I pick him up after school, and he's got this look on his face, and he's got his jacket kind of, you know, over his arm or whatever. I'm like, how come you're not wearing a jacket? Well, the kids at school made fun of me. I said, okay. He goes, they were calling it pleather. He goes, it says right here that it's genuine leather. And I said, it's okay, dude. Listen, they're jealous. Because you have this cool leather jacket and they don't, right? Well, that hurts. He doesn't want to stand out. There's a part of him that pushes for that. You know, when the kids are all dyeing their hair blue and purple and pink and whatever, they want to stand out, but they want to fit in. Their authenticity sometimes rises to the top. And it says, you know what? I want to be different. I want to be unique, right? I want to be authentic. I want to honor myself, but somewhere in middle school, that all changes. From middle school to high school, that all changes. Because somewhere in there, as we're hanging out with our peers, and it takes one kid to make fun of another kid, and it's over. Most of the time, unless they have such a stack of confidence in their back pocket, that they all of a sudden don't wear that shirt again, change the color of their hair, stop wearing those earrings, don't mismatch their shoes, right? And it's a shame. It's a real shame that our school systems do that to our kids. It's a shame. Because now somewhere they're going to start conforming. They're going to be just like every salmon swimming upstream, laying their eggs and dying. And then eventually after high school, they're going to be like, okay, maybe if they're lucky, I'm going to find my authenticity again. I'm going to get reconnected. But usually it doesn't, it doesn't come right after school. They go get the job. They go get the degree. They go, they go fill the career. They, may, you know, they go get married. They have some kids. They buy the house with the pick a fence. And they're like, okay, this is my life, I guess. And this is what everyone else did. Somewhere in there, what about midlife? That midlife crisis, something's got to give. I'm sick and tired of this job. I'm sick and tired of this relationship. I'm sick and tired of not having money. I'm sick and tired of, of not having the health. I'm sick and tired of what everyone else is telling me to do. I'm going to go find myself. And that's where it happens. Unfortunately, it takes a long, long time. So meditation, get reconnected with you. Get reconnected with your higher self. Start a daily meditation right now. 
Start five minutes a day. If you want to be an overachiever, do it three times a day, five minutes. Just connect. Just sit still, turn it off, turn the phone off, maybe play a little bit of music and connect. Connect to your breathing, connect to your body, connect to your heart. Feel the inside. It's going to be hard at first and you're going to be like, this is so stupid. Keep going. Keep doing it. That's the key. Keep doing it. Keep going. That's my best advice. Create a ritual around that. Find a space. You know, when we first started our business, we started with meditation kits. Well, first we started with mala beads, which kind of looks like a rosary, but it's just a beaded necklace and they're different, you know, crystals and gems and sandalwood and lava stone and stuff like that. And there's 108 beads. And I said, listen, you want to start a meditation practice, you get some meditation beads, mala beads, and you start your meditation practice and build a meditation station in your house. So then there you go to that space and that becomes part of your ritual. Like I go there and I... I, t- I wear Crocs in the house. I take my Crocs off and I sit and it's very beautiful. It's this beautiful space. There's some, there's some beautiful like yoga statues and I have like a Buddha statue and I have candles and, and um, incense and I have some um, chakra uh, crystals and beads and stuff. And I have all this beautiful stuff there. And it just like, it's so amazing to be there. And it becomes part of my meditation ritual. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. Now, here's the thing. Once you start connecting, here's what starts to happen is you start to create confidence. Your vibration is rising. So you're out of those survival, those low vibrational frequencies in survival mode. You're less angry, you're less bitter, you're less resentful and, and, and irritable and overwhelmed and anxious and depressed. Like you get out of all of that and you rise above it and it creates the sense of confidence. And you're like, oh my God. And here's our mantra. This shit works. Like I do this stuff, I am in, in wonder all the time by all the things and the ways that it works. Working with energy works, okay? Then the next is you begin to merge your 3D self, your, your mind, your ego, with your higher self, your head and heart become in harmony, but you start to, to find this inner balance. You're not at odds with yourself. I talk about this in yesterday's podcast is you're not against yourself, like your head and heart are in agreement. And it creates this beautiful sensation of harmony. And it's amazing. And it feels so amazing. You create that harmony. The next is emotional balance. Emotional balance, you now just have patience when it comes to dealing with your kids, or your spouse, or your coworkers, or your boss, or traffic. And you just find this emo- like this balance. You're like not so easily set off. And problems don't frustrate you so much. You just find your balance there. And it's amazing how it happens. You're like, oh my God. Like I totally would have flown off the handle by that. Like I'm totally like it's okay. And it just feels so good. You just, okay, like I found my center. Okay. Also, it creates a sense of self-compassion. You just become understanding and kinder and you just, things just like flow. And you're like, this is kind of miraculous. Now, it might take a couple weeks for you, but I totally, totally guarantee your life will change once you begin removing the stories, releasing the limiting beliefs and beginning a meditation practice. It has completely changed my life, completely. I don't go out there anymore to manipulate the world. I go in. I, you know, I, I'm faced with some problem. And I'm like, okay, first thing I got to do, I got to raise my vibration because I can't solve the problem from here. I must raise my vibration in order to shift and change 
my perspective. Once I shift and change my perspective, oh, well, there's a solution. And lo and behold, the solution worked. It's amazing how it works. It really is making miracles. So when you can find that compassion for yourself, you just find yourself to be more kind, to be more understanding, and more accepting. Now you can accept yourself for where you're at. When you take some of those tests and you learn more about yourself, you're like, oh, that's why I do what I do. And you just accept it. You know, on the Wealth Finder or um, Wealth Dynamics test, I am literally 72% creator. So I love big vision. I love I big ideas. I'm very optimistic when it comes to these big ideas and these things that we're going to do. But then when it comes to the details, I'm like, I'm out. Well, and now knowing that about myself, I now can structure my business in a way where I give the big vision and then I can manage it a little bit and give some ideas, but then I can hand it off to someone else who can deal with the details. And guess who can deal with the details? Oh, that would be my lovely wife, Amy. She loves the details. Now hers is she's literally the opposite of me. She does not like the big vision stuff. She has a hard time in the big picture, but she likes the details. Perfect. And aren't we a perfect match then? So once you know these things about yourself, then you can work within your natural skills and talents and abilities. And then guess what else? Now you're a rainbow trout. You're not, you're not swimming upstream with the salmon, laying eggs and dying. You are strutting your colors within your skills and talents and your abilities. And you get to shine, shine your authenticity, unlocking, unleashing that authentic power. Because when you are within the lines of your skills, talents and abilities and your, authentic, your authenticity, you're in the flow. You're in the flow, baby. You are riding the wave to success, no matter what it is that you want, because there is a version of you that is trying to get out. There's a version of you that is like, I am freaking ready. Let me go. Let me let me swim. Let me fly. And it is our job to connect, understand that purpose and go, okay, we're ready. Let's go. Okay. So your homework Start releasing that old story. Listen to yesterday's podcast. Get out the pen and paper. Start figuring out what the story is that you tell yourself. What is the underlying story? Are you one like me that says I'm not smart enough? Or do you say I'm not good enough or pretty enough or thin enough or rich enough? Or I'm not worthy or I'm not deserving? Get that crap out of your mind. Start filling it in with some positivity. Understand, you're going to hear it more in yesterday's podcast, is understand your thoughts and words create your future. So we need to start shifting those. Release that. Let that go. Let it go. It happened a long time ago. Let it go. I release it, right? I let that go. And then three times a day, five minutes at each time until you're so good at it and you could feel that floating. You could feel that connection. You can feel your heart open up. Yeah. That's when you can extend the time. So do three times a day for five minutes. We waste more time than that in a day. You've got five minutes to start changing your life. I guarantee you, your life will change. And if you need help with this, if you need some support, if you need a community to belong to, to have this kind of, these kind of conversations, hook up with me. I've got your back. So you send me an email, themeditationroomtc at gmail.com. Say, hey, Jen, you know what? I want to work with you. I want to know what you got going on. I want some support in this. You can even reference what podcast you're talking about. And let's go. Let's have a conversation and figure out a way and my best way to support you. 
Thank you for being an integral part of my podcast community. I hope today's episode found you well and filled you with inspiration towards your transformation. I appreciate you being here with me today and your support means the world to me. And I'm grateful to be on this journey with you. And it is my hope that I can play just a small part in your spiritual transformation. If you've ever felt motivated or indeed found that nugget of inspiration for my podcast, you now have an opportunity to show your appreciation. If you'd like to buy me a coffee or a chai tea as a token of support, you can do so through the link in the podcast show notes. I usually drink chai tea as coffee really winds me up and I could do like a 20 minute episode in two minutes. (laughs) But just know that your support fuels my passion to keep offering you these powerful episodes and encourages me to keep going and growing, but with much love and gratitude. Until next time, you keep going, growing, and looking for those nuggets of inspiration towards your transformation.